Well, Paul Damien's be... wearing an upside down shirt. Yeah. Not like Stranger Things upside down. It like, might as well be. Mm-hmm. But like it's upside down. You're more like a Dorka Gorgon <clears throat> over there. You freaking upside down nerd. Yeah, I was playing D and D yesterday. So Damn. You love Stranger Things. <laughs> is that what that, that's what it leads is because D and D came from Stranger Things. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean they, they invented the game for that yeah. show. <laughs> You know, there's a D&D game that's been going on for 40 years. Not obviously 40 years straight, but they me- they've they been meeting up for uh-huh. 40 years playing the same campaign. Is it Dynamite? It's like D&D, Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. He popped it. He popped it sort of. It's just a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the guys from Rush. Yeah. yeah. I would believe that, honestly. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's, it's the guys from Rush. And Paul Rudd. <laughs> and Paul, yeah. Because he loves Rush. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the comic book this week? Oh, shit. We read a comic this week. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gourlami. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, I am your host, Ian, and along with me is my two co-hosts, Kenny and Paul Damien. I, hey guys. I could have introduced myself. No, I'm going to do it now. Oh, fine. Thank, From now thank on. Thank you for introducing me, host prime. That's, that's me. I am the prime host. You're the alpha host. host. Yeah. I'm Sigma. I don't need you guys. I'm just uh, but yeah, this week we're talking about a comic book. We're talking about We Three by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Um, this is an older book. Oh fuck! I I wish I looked up what year. Go ahead. And it was pretty good. Go ahead to the first. Does it say somewhere here? It's gotta, right? It's gotta. 2004. 2004. Um, and yeah, it's a three-issue mini. Um, it's a very short book. How long did it take you guys to read this book? About 30, 30-ish yeah. minutes. I mean, I tried to really kind of like absorb it a little bit, mm-hmm. so I gave it a little extra time to kind of look into the art and really like grasp some concepts of it. But I mean, exactly. A three-issue you know, short read was kind of just what uh, <laughs> we all needed this week, I yeah. think. And it felt great. I mean, coming from these two motherfuckers who are like kings of their fucking trade it's like hey let's see how quickly we can make people cry how few pages <laughs> we can make you emotional yeah. and they fucking did it uh, this was like a surprisingly emotional read yeah. uh, to get through and that was a big uh, the big shock for me to know knowing that it was going to be such a short condensed yeah, yeah. That thing to enjoy i was very surprised at how much it really got the the heartstrings uh, uh going there <laughs> yeah i read this book uh, a few years ago and i fell in love with it immediately and I was surprised at how much I'd forgotten about this book, mm-hmm. frankly, because it, it, you know, frankly, quietly. Um, uh, how about you, Paul Damien? It was, it was pretty quick for you? Yeah. To, to read? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, I actually really enjoyed it. I read it all this morning. Yeah. It was maybe 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's hard to take your time mm-hmm. on a book like this because... There's very, very little dialogue. There's for you know? sure. So, yeah, like half of yeah. the dialogue you would expect. Yeah, but I I, <laughs> I, 
thought it went really well with what's going on, you know. And it was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> it did bum me out on a lot of parts. Um, but it it was it was done really well, and I wouldn't ever expect a story like this from Grant Morrison, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, from yeah. Literally yeah. the same team that brought us All Star Superman. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like <laughs> for them to come together and for Vertigo be like, let's write this three bit mini series about cyborg animals. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, where did this come from? You know? <laughs> for anyone unfamiliar with the book, it is a book about three stray animals. You know, hold on. I think they're not strays; they're missing pets. My my mic volume was like all the way the fuck up. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Thank uh, you. Host, a, host Prime, you've got to be above the rest. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> um, so it's about three animals that have gone missing. There's we see missing posters for mm-hmm. them throughout the book um, that have been kidnapped by this organization working for the government to create secret weapons, mm-hmm. and they just use the animals. As the basis for these big cyborgic cyborg cyborg cyberon cyber cybernetic cybertron uh, bodies mechs yeah and they they look like um, those toys that are like just a sphere that like yeah bakugan that you just throw them and then the magnetics unleash them and then they become these uh, mech bodies Uh, but yeah I mean uh, immediately striking you see Mm. it and you're like this looks very interesting. And it's kind of crazy to, it's like Homeward Bound, but like scary <laughs> cyborg, like military shit. But Terminator. Yeah. yeah. Homeward yeah. Bound Terminator, basically. Yeah. Homeward, Homeward Terminator. There you go. <laughs> Term- Terminator, ba- ter- Terminator, Terminator Bound. Terminator Bound. You got God there, man. It. <laughs> <laughs> it just deserves one clap. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great quick read. Mm-hmm. Um, we're introduced to these characters. They are our main characters, the three animals. Mm-hmm. We do have they a dog. have names? They do. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, could y'all remember their names? I don't. It's oh, you already board. wrote them down. Dang. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so Bandit being the dog, and then Pirate being the rabbit, rabbit. and yes. then Tinker being the cat. Yes. One, and then, But they go by one, two, and three, you know, mm-hmm. as they're kind of like set pieces. One, essentially, I guess, being kind of the set leader, the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a great question being asked early on is that when you're turning animals into fucking killing machines, why the fuck would you teach them to talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah true why would they need to be able to communicate in like this creepy like halfway you know like if they're just training them to be assassins yeah. i don't think there was any reason to give them that humanity so i think it shows that the doctor that obviously created them you know roseanne barry was mm-hmm. like she had kind of her own agenda you know it's like something we've seen in things mm-hmm. like uh metropolis yeah. where it's like you have this kind of what is most likely an evil scientist who's just really using the government to like try to like facilitate their dream of like, I want to make these talking animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they've got to communicate with each other mm-hmm. too, which they could have done maybe cybernetic like implants where they can talk to each other like through radio, or I Morse guess. code or something. But even, that's yeah. a whole different set of mm-hmm. like cy- cyborg skills that yeah. Roseanne Barry has to develop in order to make these robots, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, Bandit is the leader, and then we have Tinker, who's two, and she's like the assassin. And then Pirate is the rabbit, and they're like a stealthy like bomb maker, mm-hmm. and the bombs are like poop pellets, which yeah, is they're awesome. pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I mean, the book, you you read it, and you're, you're, it's from Grant Morrison and Frank Wiley. They're crazy people. Kings so, of their trade. Yeah. yeah. And they, they obviously cook up this fucking spectacular story of just... What if 
you know, the government was so maniacal that life, life at this, at this, um, small scale, who cares? We'll yeah. make it a weapon. And it's basically arguing like mm-hmm. we can save so many human lives if we just throw animals at the problem instead. Let's stick drills on the face of rats and just throw them in swarms at the enemy. That works, and then no humans have to die. Yeah, you know? <laughs> except for the and except for the humans that oh well, yeah, yeah that they're killing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Um, but yeah, we see Roseanne Barry. She she's you know introducing the animals to the to this. Uh, I guess the Senate senator, Senator yeah, Washington mm-hmm. and Senator Washington's like, cool. Uh, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> this kind of sucks. Uh, decommissioned. <laughs> and so we're introduced to these robots or these cyborg animals right at the end of their military lives. Yeah. Basically. How'd you guys feel about this aspect? Well, it, it seemed more like um, these animals specifically decommissioned. Oh, we're true. going to continue working on something else with this Whoa. <laughs> with Stop cybernetics it. and animals but these ones specifically that know how to speak and seem yeah. super smart they gotta go yeah that's yeah. what it felt more like to me <laughs> that's um, true they they kind of hinted that they were gonna like clone new yeah. animals well, they were gonna breed animals breed yeah, yeah. um because i think he said uh something about another dog oh, oh no, the mastiff yeah the yeah mastiff. the mastiff but that was that was number four. Number yeah. four, right? Yeah. yeah. Which they're all scared of. Yeah. yeah. We find out that there's a secret one that cannot work as a team with We Three. That's the other thing. They're a unit. Mm-hmm. We Three mm-hmm. works exclusively together and never apart. And that's, I think, also fucking yeah. cool because it's a fucking dog, cat, and a rabbit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, Natural born enemies yeah. being forced to work <laughs> together. Yeah. Absolutely. It's awesome in that in that kind of regard. Uh, and I was definitely getting kind of uh, like Norman Osborn vibes oh. when they were kind of decommissioning, which is just like, you can't do this to me. <laughs> do you know what I've put into this company? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and so there's definitely that kind of psychotic, like, you can't take away my experiment from me. Yeah. And so with, and that's the reason we get what happens, which is that she chooses to just fucking release them. them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. You know, yeah. like, I'd rather y'all be out in the wild than get, you know, killed in here. So True. she doesn't even necessarily release them. She just doesn't engage their safety protocols. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. she basically just never paves, save. Yeah. Paves the way for them to escape on yeah. their own. I love the way this is telegraphed in the comic, too, because it's through like different security monitors mm-hmm. and there's no dialogue there's hardly any dialogue and it's mostly just roseanne barry just kind of like barely making her way out of the building because she's feeling like immense guilt like for the animals and also for like releasing the animals you know what i mean it made mm-hmm. me go back to ellis moon knight in those mm-hmm. that for that yeah. issue that had you know where we see everybody getting taken off by the, the, sniper, assa- issue. the sniper issue yeah, yes. and it's that same kind of way where we see her go past all of these different groups of people and then get to see you know then the creatures that are the you know the the we three also pass them in their own way so we get the multiple experiences uh which is really cool all taken once again from like security camera points yeah. of view which is badass i wonder if that's in the script or if that's just quietly as a genius just at work you know because it's it's so well done i love the way it looks and it looks like it's all like one seamless like swipe of the of the monitor mm-hmm. wall or something you know yeah like if he has a big wall of screens and it's just him casually looking across all of them or something except for he's not because we see that there's a camera on him and he's just reading the sports section while he's like picking his nose or some shit <laughs> and and you could probably like line them all up like put all the 
the pages together. Uh-huh. Uh, this part with all the security and they'll probably all be very cohesively yeah. put together. For sure. Um, but yeah, the animals escape and they're wanting to go home. Except for Tinker's too is convinced there is no home anymore. Mm-hmm. And so this I guess it begs the question, were they were they mind wiped or is this like what kind of implants do you think that they put into the animals to where they now are more receptive or, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, if Bowie was lost, my dog. You think he'd be able to find his way back I think here? if he were to find some similar sense, he'd be able to find his way mm-hmm. back here. And he would want to come back here. But these animals are like, I don't know if there is a home for mm-hmm. me anymore. And uh, and I think it has probably a lot to do with, like, the trauma they've been through mm-hmm. of everything that had, obviously, the torture they've most likely endured to become the creatures that they are. But it kind of makes sense that a dog would always have that sense of, like, yeah. there's a home out for me. There's yeah. somewhere where the cat would be like, fuck that. You yeah. Know? The cat's just like, I'm good. I'll figure my own shit that out. That was a diner. That was yeah. a place to eat and yeah. shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> And then the oh. rabbit's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> he just says, oh, no, over and over. Like, I've never known anything but terrifying people. <laughs> Not so. only that, rabbits are um, always hungry. Yeah. They're insatiable. So, I mean, he, he constantly was like, I'm hungry. Eat now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like their priorities are kind of perfectly written to yeah. the type of animals they That's are. And, and Bandit does consistently throughout it want to just go home. even if, And I don't think it probably is... The military base he's trying to get back to necessarily his probably human home mm-hmm. that he was taken from. And they yeah. talk it's, about how loyal he is, mm-hmm. too. Oh, good call. So he's I love Bandit. He reminds me of like Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. He's mm-hmm. just like this <laughs> like perfect blue like <laughs> I love that leader, part. you know? <laughs> the poor rabbits <laughs> and they're just all run, 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 run. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're escaping and the military's like, What the fuck? We're just gonna unleash helicopters to try and find these fucking animals but these animals are like super fucking advanced they're like mm-hmm. tanks yeah essentially even more, even more advanced really yeah. in the way that we, they, we get warned it's like no they they can fucking sense you from miles they they <laughs> perceive time in a different way yeah. like fucking watch out for these things mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's a whole scene where they're like running through water ship down and there's just a <laughs> fields and fields of rabbits and the helicopters are just mowing down the rabbits <laughs> Trigger warning, there's a lot of, you yeah, know, rabbits. animal... Yeah, cruelty. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this, brutality. Yeah. This book is essentially about animal cruelty. Yes. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. And having them escape it. Yeah. No, yeah, this book is about the idea that animals are only utilitized for us. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. only items for us to use. When in reality, if we give them a voice, they have wants and needs and our precious things that this book telegraphs to us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all a big message against lipstick, personally. Just the whole thing against the cosmetic industry in general. It's like, it look what be. you're doing to these animals. Look at the color of their mech suits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> their different makeup palettes. Yeah. yeah. They fucking hate Jeffree Star. <laughs> Is that his name? I think everyone hates Jeffree, Jeffree Star, Star at this point. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they, the animals prove that they're more powerful than these helicopters. Fucking dude, Tinker, he has, or she, I don't know. We don't know the gender really. Um, just unleashes blades that are like cat claws that fucking launch like bullets. 
and they just dice through these fucking poor helicopter and they pilots. Seem, yeah, they seem to be able to go through metal. Like, they're yeah. super sharp. <laughs> it goes through the bottom of the helicopter, through the guy's, the bottom of his head, like, you yeah, know, and murders goes, the pilot. Yeah, it goes through, like, the bottom of his jaw, right. and then out his eyeball. Frank Quietly was just having a ball doing yeah. this shit, dude. An eyeball. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Um, he was having a blast. Yeah, there's a part where um, they're in the helicopter, and they're like, oh, shit, what's going on down there? And the other one's like... Oh, I don't know, but just thank God that we're up here. Yeah. And then that's when the cat, <laughs> you just see a panel of the cat just looking upward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool because Bandit doesn't do a whole lot. Mm-mm. We don't see like guns attached to him. And it's because he's so he, reserved. He does. They, they do he does. Yeah. yeah. When he kills Guerrera at the beginning, we do see them on a mission yeah. at the very beginning. And see them is, you know, up to up for debate, yeah. yeah, right. Because we just see kind of like the events and the aftermath, the results of them. Yeah. <laughs> but he also has like this fucking laser cannon or something on him. Yeah, I think that maybe that's part of his tail. Oh, maybe you know, you might be right. But what I was trying to say is, Bandit is more just so like telling them what they need to do. He's yeah. like their commander. That's while Tinker and Pirate do all the the heavy lifting as far as combat and what like, we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pirate will drop like smoke bombs or gas bombs and then Tinker does like all the assassinations except mm-hmm. for Guerrero. Yeah. We see the the fucking litter of bullets <laughs> like that demolish his body that I'm assuming is from Bandit. I was going to say I mean, probably maybe yeah. all of them even oh. above is what I would kind of guess. It's like the, you know, Ooh. group effort of slaughtering him. I think there's a part where Bandit shoots like his machine gun mm-hmm. and it looks like it like the same way it looked with Gerrera. Yeah. The bullets are it definitely like a something lot. a little unique or different in that yeah. way. Yeah. But no, I really have to believe this comic book was like 70% Frank Quietly and like 30% Grant Morrison because of especially times like this where the, the paneling is so playful and fun in the way that mm-hmm. there couldn't have been a lot. Exciting. Ri- yeah. And, and there couldn't have been a lot written down for this. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> it's all right. Like, all right. All right, Frank, you got to have like 70 <laughs> little boxes over the big boxes. Showing all the, <laughs> the greater details of the violence. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane i know the way that they presented it but i loved it and yeah. we get those like horizontal panels later that have like been like turned on their side where it looks mm-hmm. like pages being flipped through a book yeah. or something from a different angle just so much of the this book was designed in a way that feels much more modern than 2004 yeah and that's something i'd even say to that i feel like this book is like ahead of its time i and think everything that these this these duo does did. yeah is like way ahead of their time but yeah, I mean, I agree with you completely. It's it. Frank quietly just knows how to make a page, like really something unique. Yeah, I mean, there he he does it throughout All Star Superman too. Mm-hmm. But I think this book does it a little bit more on steroids. Uh, this book was <laughs> definitely a creative endeavor for both these mm-hmm. these creators. I, I mean, and this is gonna be kind of I don't know why this is what came to my mind, but I feel like All Star Superman is so like like ice cream shop in the way that it's just so clean and like polished and it's yeah. like sweet. And there's where like this, they got to really show the raw. Yeah. They're like, what if we I put mean, some bullets yeah. in the ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> what if we go next door to the bar, <laughs> the biker bar, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the animal shelter. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if we took the animal shelter, the biker bar and bullets and ice cream yeah. and put it all at one. Yeah. And they're while watching Terminator. Yeah, yeah while watching Terminator. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, the messages in this book are are very well on, on 
mm-hmm. on panel. But also not like shoved in our face yeah. in that way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. It, it never directly is like, look what we're doing to these animals. You yeah. know, like it never <laughs> yeah. really shoves it in our way to make the guilt obvious. It's just blatant to be like when we see the actions of this comic, be like, fuck, I'd be fucked up if we did that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because like Senator Washington, I can draw a parallel to like someone who's like, oh, I fucked up training this dog i'll try again later you know what i mean and like go ahead and get rid of the dog take it to the pound yeah you know it's going to get euthanized in three days you know what i mean like it's that kind of stepping stone mentality exactly Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah but also bandit wants to get home and he he misses something he can't seem to remember because the the ending implies that they don't remember their homes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but regardless like it's these i love the animals being able to talk because if they couldn't talk throughout this book, it would be kind of interesting also. Mm-hmm. But I love that they have, like, they're showing wants and needs to each other. Definitely. You know? And it's what really drives the book. And it's their the conflict between them of their wants and needs. And once mm-hmm. again, being perfectly kind of translated on what these three different species of creatures would kind of want. Yeah. I really like that they didn't do a bird too yeah. that's one thing i was yeah. gonna say they could have so easily had one of them being like a flying version of it and i'm glad they didn't go with that because that would have felt like cheating for situations like the helicopter scenes and stuff Definitely. i'm glad they were like let's do a fucking rabbit yeah you know, like so <laughs> random you know so um speak sorry speak of the helicopter scene again yeah um i was re-looking at the panel and the the cat's like aiming like a sniper yeah. at the helicopter. Yeah, Tinker's definitely it. the most brutal of oh, the, the set and, and obviously has a slight despise for humanity because he's constantly saying we all stink, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> How did you feel about their uh, version of speaking? Because it's it's like barbaric texting. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it made sense. Yeah. Uh, with like... Uh, how the way the dog spoke and the cat spoke specifically, mm-hmm. I thought that made the most sense. The rabbit, we don't get too much yeah. speaking from him. True. So he I only says say... single words or uh-oh. Smallest yeah. brain. Yeah. True. Uh, <laughs> that is true. I'm surprised um, we didn't see him fuck. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have a whole army, right? Yeah, you know what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you got a laugh right out of that one. Yeah, what, what the fuck, Grant Morrison? <laughs> You didn't give us a. Uh, I want to see pirate. A, I want to see pirate babies. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a pirate, pirate sex scene, dude. Mm. Pir- <laughs> the bombs should have been the babies. And then they're like strapped with bombs, just coming out the back end. <laughs> That's too gruesome. <laughs> There's this scene where they they send the horde of rats after them. It was mm. pretty intense. I love the horde of yeah. rats. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just a bunch, a fucking swarm of rats all souped up with like drill heads and like fucking, I don't even know. There's got to be some other mods. I think there's some normal have. ones and yeah. some drill ones and yeah. shit. But they all have like the remote control brain. Yeah. So they're obviously all just like super attacked. I, I love how they look in this and then them all jumping towards them. Yeah. This is something I forgot about Frank Quietly and it, it's, it was in All-Star Superman as well is that it's like his page to page panels have like a beauty to him. But then when you get to his full spreads, it's like he took an extra like five days per full spread to draw them. They're like on a league of their own. Right. You yeah. Know? yeah. They're drawn in such a unique way that when you get to him, it's just like you you have to stop and be like, yeah, holy shit. Look at this fucking page. You know, it's almost like he was like, yeah, the single the single pages are going to sell pretty well whenever I'm I'm selling them after the fact. Yeah. But these double sets, oh man, I'm going to make some good money out of yeah, these. Definitely. These are going to have my signature in the corner. Yeah. 
for but sure. These rats are um, what damage all their suits. Mm-hmm. Yes, originally, this yeah. is what starts them. Well, also, there's a damaged. fucking train coming, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so coming. Bandit jumps over it. It was a little hard for me to understand the telegraphing of this, but I guess because of the impact, this is also kind of telegraphing how strong their suits are. Yeah, because well, the train hits Bandit. And Tinker. Yeah, and Pirate's the only one who manages to jump over it and clear it, yeah. Oh, I thought maybe Pirate might have destroyed it. Like Oh, like bomb. dropping a bomb, like taking a shit on it? Yeah, but... Oh, did he shit on the train? <laughs> it doesn't even show that. It doesn't yeah, look like right. that. Yeah. Regardless, I this is where their suits because, get damaged. Yeah, when it zooms into them, mm-hmm. they're just standing right by the edge of the destruction. Yeah. And it's where we got this um, annoyingly emotional part for me, which is showing how good of a good boy Bandit is, is that he rescues the train driver. We yeah. see him pull him out of the water and be like, I'm a good boy. I, I rescued the human. I did yeah. a good job. And then as they fucking walk away, it's literally half of the fucking guy. Yeah. And dude, I'm not gonna like that fucking like right there. I was like, this is a fucking incredibly written book. Yeah. Because it shows character so well in fucking animals that can barely speak you're in broken yeah. fucking text talk mm-hmm. and that moment right there made me understand who bandit was as a yeah. character you know and it and it and it he is perfectly translates he's a good boy he doesn't he's reserved he doesn't want to be fighting people right now he literally just wants to go home yeah <laughs> and he's only defending his friends exactly he doesn't kill almost anybody it's mostly tinker mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like, nah, fuck these stink-ass humans. I don't want to deal with this shit. I have to believe that Tinker definitely murders most of the people we see, and the only time we see Banda do it is, once again, you're right, in self-defense, defense of them, or when he was being missioned to in the beginning. For, yeah. Rose, yeah. for Roseanne, who for he Rose- loves. Yeah, who he's loyal mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So I fucking, I loved this scene so much, and I thought it was, like, ridiculously powerful to me. That yeah. I was just like... <laughs> yeah. We should we should also say none of the animals know their own names. That's yeah. another reason why... Yeah, they're why, just one, two, and three. Yeah, mm-hmm. they only call each other one, two, and three. And that's another reason why I'm like, they have to have had their brains wiped yeah. or something upon kidnapping. They're just brainwashed at this point. Because yeah. my dog knows his name for your fuck, sure, you know? Yeah. So Why do they have to take people's animals? Why yeah. can't they just find a dog they have gone to a they pet store? I was thinking maybe the animals escaped somehow, escaped their home. And, they just and, then, and then they just found them and took them in. And honestly, they might even come from all over the country. They might not even be from the city that they end up in. That's a That's good call because we don't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, we see the missing posters, but mm-hmm. they don't say all from the same city or anything. Yeah, they just have phone numbers and the handwriting is vastly different. Yeah, they're all different owners. For sure. So that they have to be like runaways in that, Mm -hmm. or just they got out of the house, you know, somehow. Mm -hmm. Because also they can't have a paper trail. They can't have adopted these three animals that match this description from a shelter, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or from a store or whatever. That's a good call. So they had to have kidnapped them. That's a good call too. Yeah, fuck, shit, damn. Shit, fuck. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah. this part made me upset. Yeah, and then we part... immediately go into another ridiculously emotional moment. <laughs> yeah. So fucking three, Pirate is out on the road where he shouldn't be. And a little boy runs up to it and is like, what the fuck is Is that an alien? Yeah, yeah a boy and his dad in a truck. Yeah, and a dog. Another yeah. dog. Rednecks <laughs> with their guns. <laughs> fucking... 
Damn fucking redneck. You know, and so this isn't a huge metropolitan city because they say it's a population of 800,000. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not that big of a city. It's definitely- it, a, It's a city. Yeah, it's definitely a city, but it's not like gigantic. Yeah. Right. And so there's obviously all kinds of people that live in this kind of area. Mm-hmm. It's unnamed American town. Yeah. That's all we know. Um, And this Hickman- Takes out a gun and shoots pirate in the head. That was his name, Hickman. Yeah. Hickman, yeah. Roger. <laughs> Roger. Roger Hickman. <laughs> Roger Hickman. Um, and did you guys think pirate died right here? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was pissed. I was pissed too. I was also very upset. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Because he same, I mean, in the same regard, we had never really seen him do anything overtly violent or anything. At this point, it really had seemed like he's just trying to survive and get a good night's yeah. meal or something. He's like, you know, I like, poop, I poop now. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Poop now. He's like, my butt's broken. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> like half the time. Because that's even where this happens, is that he's just begging for repairs. He's confused and just sees a human and is like, hey, fix my butt. Yeah. My, my shit's broken. Yeah. Like, can you the fix rats me? fucked my butt up. Yeah. Can you fix me, please? And he just doesn't even comprehend that these aren't humans that he can trust. These aren't yeah. people that can actually help him. Smallest brain. Yeah. Smallest brain. But uh, yeah, this is where Bandit does kill him. And it's in retaliation for... Dude, and Tinker in and, the background killing yeah, the dude. poor dog. The other just... <laughs> like, not only that, she killed the dog in like the most brutal way. I want to believe Tinker's a girl. I don't know why. I, I, I just get that yeah, I think it's Same. short for Tinkerbell. Yeah. yeah. And, and they couldn't use Tinkerbell because that's a Disney name. So Yeah. So. Um, um, but yeah, do you guys remember Hank the cow dog? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I used to read these books I when I was little. We watched him die in this comic. Right? That's what I was about to say was that that dog in the background looks like Hank the cow dog to me. Do you yeah. think Grant Morrison just had something against Hank the cow dog? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, look, apparently they're gonna do a Matthew McConaughey voiced Hank oh, the cow dog. He was gonna be Hank. This is the first book of Hank the Cow Dog. I remember this very fondly. Dude, that looks like the dog more than the other pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, back to We Three. Um, so Pirate does not die from this inflection. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it probably hit the, uh, the control neural... center that yeah. they had up there. In it definitely head. fucks his shit up, though. Because he can't yeah. talk. Yeah, from here on out, he's just like... Yeah, he's doing buzzing sounds from here mm-hmm. on out. Typical rabbit. Bzz, fucking yeah. smallest brain. Smallest brain. <laughs> oh, that's also why he didn't die because they missed his brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't need his spinal cord because he's in a fucking mech suit. So. Yeah. Apparently. So everything's good. But yeah, this is when we get the reveal of the Mastiff. Where they're like, all right, we got to send the ultimate weapon to fight these things. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, we can't let anyone see these things. Let's send an even bigger one. <laughs> a Mastiff is one of those dogs where it's like, every time I see one, I'm like, oh, that's what a Mastiff looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can imagine, like, you can name another dog and I can picture it perfectly in my head. But every time somebody says Mastiff, I have no idea giant what they fucking pug. look like. A giant pug. <laughs> oh, okay, giant that pug. makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mastiffs. My uh, grandma's neighbor used to have a Mastiff. A, a Dude, Massive every, Mastiff. Yeah. Every time, His name was Hercules. Every time I saw my grandma's neighbor, I'd get a Mastiff. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? <laughs> The I think the biggest what? that's th- cool, man. I think the biggest version of a mastiff is the Siberian mastiff. It's just because they're the hairiest. Oh, look at that shit. Okay, they're fucking big ass dogs, dude. Cool dog. <laughs> cool dog. 
Give it up for the Mastiff. Um, but yeah, this Mastiff is uncontrollable. We, we It's revealed that his name is Four. And then if you guys see on the character list, I put um, Fido? Yeah. Question mark afterwards. Mm. Because that's the code name or the code word that they use to shut him down. That's right. At oh, the end okay. of his life. Um, that's another thing we forgot to mention is that Roseanne administers drugs to these dogs, mm-hmm. these animals. We three. Um, and without them, they're slowly dying. It's like they need that daily medication in order to be able to like handle the cybernetic enhancements and stuff. Right. And without it, they're it's slowly like killing their bodies. Yeah. Was this this book must have been stressful for you guys, right? How do you mean? Like, because rereading it, I thought they were all going to die. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was I was stressed out this whole time because I'm not going to lie, this I remember you? them all dying. Oh, really? Yeah. Every time I thought about We Three, I was like, they all die at the end. Thankfully, they don't. Yeah, it but, kind it kind of doesn't make sense that they don't yeah. to an extent, but yeah. uh, at the same time, it's it's a happy it's a happy that they found a way to not yeah. murder off all these animals. But no, really, at this point where they were getting sickly and stuff, I was kind of like, how are they gonna? How are we gonna get there from here? Especially yeah. because I figured at this point they're like puking and obviously weakened. How mm-hmm. are they gonna be able to fight this giant fucking version of themselves at its like hundred percent power level? You yeah. know, like the rabbit's useless. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, the rabbit does do some damage. Mm-hmm. Pirate does do some damage. But yeah, the basically the ending of this book is their battle in a train yard. Like well, I an mean, abandoned train yard. But that's right after like a homeless man yes. seems to stumble upon them and is like, oh, you guys need some help. Yeah. yeah. Let me go get y'all some help. Exactly. And so uh, the homeless man, he, he's like, fuck pigs. Because then the <laughs> cops are there and they're like, you see anything? You know, there's a pretty good reward if you've seen anything. He's like, a bunch of pigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oink, oink. <Yeah. laughs> Didn't realize I was on a pig farm right now. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he's he's obviously like trying to help Protect these animals them. in any way he can, um, and I'm I'm sure there's a kinship there. I mean, we mm-hmm. there's homeless people that have dogs, unfortunately. But I mean, it at tracks. least those dogs are <laughs> the way you said it loved. is unfortunately. Well, yeah, because the, they are unhoused, like the man, you know, or mm-hmm. the woman who owns this dog. Um, regardless, but I mean, arguably, that dog can survive way better on the streets than that man can. That's. I, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Dogs, as long as dogs are not... gangster shit, bro. They belong on the streets. <laughs> I think those are hoes. Yeah. Those are bitches. Yeah, the, the bitches. Like a dog. Yeah, that's full, full circle. <laughs> um, but it's nighttime. It's raining. The Mastiff is out at the train yard. And we three has to fight the Mastiff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Mastiff gets Pirate and kills Pirate, the rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually. Yes. And this is where Pirate actually does for sure die. Do you think that that is unneeded? How do you guys feel about Pirate's death? Do you think that there needs to be some sort of casualty to up I, the... I think being shot did a, a lot of damage to him, and I think he was dying anyway, yeah. was my mm-hmm. kind of guess at this point. Was he probably that... couldn't have lived without the suit afterwards. Exactly. There was no... He was definitely on his way out, and so it's, it was like a self-sacrifice. You know, smallest brain, biggest heart, you know? Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Throw himself at the enemy and blow his ass up, you know what yeah. I mean? Classic, you know, uh, self-sacrifice that and I... So, yeah, Pirate unleashes one last... Pallet. Yeah. He says, uh oh, for the one last time. They say you shit yourself when you die. (laughs) Fucking tracks. Yeah. Um, And rereading this, I was like, fuck, 
I forgot about that. Is the Mastiff gone? And no. No. He too tough. Yeah, and then like it that part where um Pirate gives himself up mm-hmm. uh you, right before he explodes, you do see right there you see Bandit um and I swear to god he's fucking bawling. Yeah, he's he is. crying. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz he and right before that he says we three Yeah. like it's all of us. It's all nothing. Of us. Yeah. yeah, and then we too, bro. Yeah, we too. We yeah. too. You too. That's that's what Pirate's saying. He's like, no, so, there's songs no, of innocence. no more we three. It's you two. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He's all, uh, oh, <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he wasn't able to talk. But at the very end, he's like, I could say, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Pirate dies. And then there's a part where Roseanne is sent in to try and get Bandit. And that's when she tells him his name. Because uh, from this point on, they'd only known each other as the n- numbers. Yeah. One, two, and three. Um, and Roseanne's like, you're bandit. You're free. You know, I will jump in the way of these bullets. And she sacrifices herself for bandit. I like how they're just like, did something just happen to her? And he's in the, the fucking <laughs> yeah, the military. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> so this also, her saying that also makes me believe that maybe they did steal them from people. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, because they would have known their, their names. name and information. Damn! So they fucking did B and E to get these animals. That's so fuck. That's even yeah. weirder. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, like, bro, you could have literally found them on the street. Yeah. <laughs> There's dogs in it. Oh, weird. They needed the emotional connection to humanity in order to work for the experiment. They had to be like beloved Maybe. household pets. Yeah. Dang. Damn. Um. And so yeah, they fight the mastiff. Oh, dude. And we get the comment where it's like, gotta be careful. Roseanne taught them to fight as a team. Yeah. And then fucking mm-hmm. Tinker just comes in like a fucking badass. That's the Dark Knight Rises yes. shot right there. <laughs> Tinker's the lightning bolt jumping through the lightning bolt. And I, I love this this uh, drawing so much because it's, it's fucking the perfect shot yeah. of their yeah. suit. You yeah. can see everything on Tinker's suit. It's more understandable. Because they're very yes. turtle shell from the top. They're yes. kind of rounded and hard to perceive and what right. exactly you're seeing, but you can really see exactly the features of the where body and the legs. You can see where it flexes and yeah. what how what kind of mobility they can have mm-hmm. in the suits. Yeah. And then it's just basically big plating blocking mm-hmm. all the you know joints and stuff underneath. It's It looks fucking awesome. It does. Yeah. It kind it's of like me nothing of, I've ever seen before. But It kind of reminds me of like samurai armor. or Yeah. Like, like something along those lines. It looks like samurai armor mixed with like a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> yeah. And once again, that's about it, as much as Grant Morrison could have possibly input it <laughs> into this. You know what I mean? It's like, let's do like, yeah, like a Beetle, but like Cyborg. Like, yeah. you got it, Frank. Like, yeah. You'll figure yeah. this out. Like, Frank was like, I already drew it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks awesome. It's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so yeah, Tinker jumps in. They fucking fall through the floor of like wherever they are. They're like they fall into a tunnel with oncoming traffic. The paneling in this is so phenomenal. Cool. It's so cool. Yeah, and Tinker uh, scratches out number four's eyes. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Fucks them up real good. Um, 
Which I think is awesome because there's multiple times you see Tinker go for the eyes with people or just creatures, and that's what cats do. That's how cats fight. They go for your eyes first. Yeah, blind your enemy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy that they know how to do that instinctually. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so fucking cool. But they fall onto like a busy uh, road. And so yes. they're like, oh, well, now our greatest weapon is a threat to innocent people. So Fido and yeah. his head just explodes. And so number four goes down, head exploded, uh, just on command, which is crazy that they must have implemented that after they had decided that they were going to release four to find one, two, and three. Yeah. Because or else they would have already implemented that into one, two, and three. Yeah. I really think that four wasn't, Roseanne's creation. Mm-hmm. I think he was a result of her work, but I don't think she, she, he was like directly under her where obviously one, two, and three were. So I really think they had that more like empathetic and like mm-hmm. sentimentalic touch to where they wouldn't have had shit like bombs put in their fucking brains, you know? Yeah, definitely. So Roseanne had a protege and protege was like, how about the biggest dog I can find? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine a Great Dane? Oh boy. A Great Dane would be fucking cool. That would be like a Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It's basically a Jebediah Stain. What's his name from fucking Iron Man 1? <laughs> Obadiah. Obadiah. Yeah. The warmonger. There Did you, you say go. Jebediah? Ironmonger. Jebediah. Yeah, Jebediah. God damn it. We got all the names wrong. <laughs> there you go. Jebediah Hickman. There you go. <laughs> that was the kid. <laughs> that was the kid. <laughs> um, yeah, they get away. And I think it's because of Tinker. Tinker probably knows stealthy ways to get away. Yeah. And so Bandit just mm-hmm. follows. Um, and they get away. They're out on this big grassy knoll and they look like shit (laughs) they look awful they look worn down sickly yeah they look like a mad tv ad or something that'd be like (laughs) yeah cool sick dog you know or something (laughs) he's doing like a cool like skateboard trick or something um and they make their way into an old like i guess like a warehouse or something Mm -hmm. and we see ominous boots oh no there's this one last bit yeah. They're where they ditch their armor. Yeah. I forget yeah, about this. Yeah, because the armor starts falling off of um, Bandit. A Bandit. Bandit. And while he's... This actually also made me sad. He's like, I'm breaking. Yeah. And he yeah. says, uh, coat. Coat yeah. broken. Yeah. And then he says, coat, not me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's confused you know, about it. So... Again, yeah, he doesn't even remember a life before the cybernetic enhancements, before the suit. He thinks the suit is him. Yeah. God, but even the fact that they were like, all right, now we've had these animals in these giant, awesome mech suits. Let's see what they would look like once you took them off. It's such a fucking beautiful idea. (laughs) Before this, there's the infiltration team that goes down in there, and they ditch their suits, and the suits explode, killing the last-ditch effort of this military man. Because that's not even Senator Washington. Senator Washington is just like a politician. An this idea. guy's like a fucking yeah. general or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, so... Not after this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you look, the the animals very specifically left the suits there and somehow pulled out that pack that's going to explode mm-hmm. and yes. put it there perfectly. Like, that's so cool. I know. That they were, they're still smart enough without the enhancements to do that. Yeah. You know? I really think that, once again, has to probably be up to Tinker. Yes. Probably been the one that always had a plan to be like, I'm going to fuck these humans yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, now they're in some warehouse somewhere and they're without their suits. They look crazy and bandits on his last leg and tinkers hunting mice for bandit Mm -hmm. and then we see the ominous boots show up and they're like this is where you guys have been and then at the very end of the book it's revealed it was the homeless man that found them 
And we haven't said his name very much, but Dr. Trendle, who mm-hmm. was Roseanne's boss, has now is now being is testifying against the crimes of which he helped produce. Yeah. But uh, now feels gu- so guilty for. Yeah. yeah. He's testifying against Senator Washington. And on his way up to the court hearing, he sees the homeless man with Tinker and Bandit. They're healthy now. They're they have you know, patches and scars. They have patches of fur missing. They have scars mm-hmm. here and there. But, but all happy. the cybernetics have been fully removed. Yeah. yeah. And um, he gives him a, I guess, like four or five hundred bucks. <laughs> and then he, he just walks up into the Senate hearing. And that's the end of the book. And I and I want to hope that that homeless man spent that money on the on the animals. No, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was he probably was like, meth. Though. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I was going. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be a super genius somehow. He's got to do meth to get meth brain to be able to undo to all the cyber brain to get all, all get all the cybernetic parts out of his what new if, best friends. It's just how he got the courage. <laughs> just like crazy. What if we man? found out that um, all the smartest people in the world were just meth heads? <laughs> They're just and yeah. that's how they that's how they got all their knowledge. Was just all the meth they did. <laughs> It's literally a like a misperception. They don't want us doing the meth because they don't want all of us to become the one percent. You know, yeah. <laughs> no. The, I, unfortunately, that's not the case yeah. because then everybody would be a fucking genius <laughs> yeah. considering the opioid epidemic. True. Tell that to my cousin Steve, who lives over near a bridge in Corpus. You know, yeah. <laughs> meth doesn't make real? you a genius. You're a, you're a big meth head. And he's the smartest guy I know. Yeah. Smartest guy I know. That he built a robot dog. He's crazy, man. <laughs> he swears to God, his dog used to be a robot, and he he, he made it normal again. Pretty oh. sure it just had mange. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the, that's the end of the book. Um. It's been announced a couple of times that it is being adapted into a film. Mm. Would yeah. you guys want to see this as a film? <laughs> no. Maybe a miniseries, like a. a an animated show. I don't want either of those things. Do you think it's because it's too brutal? To animals, specifically. And I think that would just come off wrong no matter how you really tried to, to put it out there. They like, have, hmm. on the Wikipedia page, it does say that the animals would be 100% CGI. Yeah. Unless so it would be live action. You yes. Know, that, so. Yeah. I mean... Uh, see, I'd be comfortable with it be animated, but live action, even if everything's CGI, I think that's still a bit too too much to push well let I me put it to you ease into it let me put it to you this way just recently um how did you guys feel about black bolt's suit in dr strange it was fine yeah it wasn't that bad it was cgi well yeah it was um, completely CGI. Oh, he wasn't yeah. wearing, he was just naked? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was wearing those like weird yeah. checker like print things on his fucking was chest. Was it just, it wasn't it also the other one too, Captain Marvel? Oh, probably. Thing? I think she was also wearing a fully yeah. CGI suit. And I think they look fine. Perfectly fine. But then look at the Thor trailer. Right. But that's not. Yeah, I, I, I've thought about that a lot. I think that that's for the trailer. I think that they just copied and pasted those helmets for the trailer. And in the actual movie, they're not even going to have the helmets, or there's going to be a more finished product of the helmet. They're trying to hide something underneath that helmet, maybe? Or just show off the helmets at all in the trailer so you understand what the action figures look like. Oh, that's a good call. But regardless... Jane? Yeah. (laughs) That fucking helmet looks horrible. (laughs) Never get over that. Anyway, at one point, the director of... I don't know his name, but the director of Kung Fu Panda Mm -hmm. was going to make this movie. Oh. And that 
begs a completely different question. Would this have been a completely different and in, like interpretation? It would have been a soft core version of it where they would have been like it would have been like a Big Hero Six or something. Yeah, yeah. It would have been like Big They'd Hero just Six. Been beating or up people and stuff, you know, and no, it wouldn't have been blood and massacre like the and see exactly. So they either not done it justice by not getting the tonality of it right in that way, which I'm not saying like I need violence. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not the type that gets off on that, but. That's the point of the story is once again to like through heavy tones, you know, softly hint at the fact that it's like this is what animal cruelty is like, you know, when we put them through fucking terrible experiments. You know, this is this is the, you know, most aggressive result of that, you know. So I don't I don't feel like this would do very well as a live action. Really? Um, Yeah. Just because people are too sensitive. Yeah. Uh, But. I could see this being animated in the same animation style as like Invincible. Oh, I could. So like diabolical, basically the the, yes, the boy like, series. Yeah, just that style animation would fit this perfectly, and see, I think it would it would um, play to audiences really well. And again, you can just keep it three short ten minute episodes if you want. You know, yeah, just a literally. A mini series, so you know, so more like Hit Monkey even would be yeah. something to kind of compare it to. Is the best thing I can think of that's like animals and violence mixed in like an animated graphicness. I don't like that animation for this. I feel like, but that kind of tone, yeah, yeah. that kind of tone. See, but, I yeah. would want a different story, yeah, and not mm-hmm. necessarily so brutal, mm-hmm. not so many casualties, except for human casualties. I'm fine with. But it would be all like a little bit better telegraphed of like, look at this, look at these poor animals and what they've had to go through and look at their road to redemption or being cured of this human made monstrosity that we've implemented onto them. You know what I mean? So do you think you could get into like the PG version of it where no. maybe the, well, it was, I was going to say where the violence maybe wasn't so aggressive, but the, the message was still kind of there. Yeah. I, I mean the message it. forefront for sure, but the yeah. violence I would want specifically against the humans trying to recapture these things. Gotcha. And so it would be a different line of events yeah. and there wouldn't have been the Hickman that shoots bandit or pirate in the yeah. head. And the last paragraph of the Wikipedia page, it shows in 2015 that James Gunn has expressed interest in We 3. And I think that that's the perfect man to, to this. adapt this into a live action film, in my opinion. The Suicide uh, We 3? Yeah. Right? Because of Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. he, he uh, there was countless times in Suicide Squad where I was scared of uh, fucking King Shark dying. Yeah. But he's impervious and these suits are impervious, so I think I think it could match. Do you up. think these three lead characters could carry a story for yeah. a full movie with Especially the way with the way they speak and stuff? I guess is what I'm getting at because I think that's where once again this works for this being such a short story. Is mm. it's not like we have a lot of scenes where it's just them like having to like have conversations and stuff. We're perpetually moving throughout the story, and yeah. so a lot of the dialogue between them is with an action of them like making in moment decisions you know there's never time where they're like hey why are we doing this you know like there's never moments where it slows down and talks so that would be one worry for me and like trying to make like a big adapted movie is finding they could that middle ground of like either making them they could boost their vocals gonna say more intelligent and make them more capable of talking yeah or have like a human element thrown into them well rosemary would also be 
a sort of lead and we'd see flashbacks with her teaching them mm -hmm. and we would see Rosemary dealing with her current part, you know. But they wouldn't end up with like a 12-year-old no. little girl stuck with them or something, you no. know, like traveling because no. that's no. what fucking Hollywood would do. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah, exactly. That's what Grogu is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I honestly believe the story can be adapted as it is. I just see, fine. And, and I think and mainly because no, I doubt there's there doesn't seem to be very much exposure at all for this story. Not that's very, true. I don't I don't know anybody. I've never even heard of this story. Yeah. You this know? is one of his lesser known books. You know who has heard of it? We three. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> God damn it. Uh this was meant to be a shorter episode and we did go just about an hour. We're champions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a great um, book. It no was a, break. It was this a is great what book. happens yeah. when fucking geniuses write a three issue story about animals. It's yeah. fucking phenomenal. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it is. It is phenomenal. This is one of my favorite, um, like animal based comic mm -hmm. books. And I love I how how much you soft pitched this to us. You're like, we're gonna we're gonna do this one yeah. this week. There was no hype to it or anything. It was just very casually thrown at us. And this was such a fucking great read to get to enjoy this week. So I'm not I'm gonna lie, I remember the ending being much worse and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't mm -hmm. want you guys to anticipate anything. Gotcha. Good. Yeah. So Yep. Uh we have not talked about what we're gonna do next week. So uh, be surprised when be we surprised. get there yeah. good luck <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening um, follow us on Instagram that's going to be in the show notes below and rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify I noticed that yeah, our they, Spotify ratings are getting higher uh, yeah they added a rating Keep system going. to Spotify so Keep going. I think that's new is it yeah, not? It's, I think it's brand new yeah so yeah. go rate us on mm -hmm. Spotify because I'm yeah. sure that's going to matter that's where our, our biggest <laughs> platform is now so. yeah it's about equal now so <laughs> Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you guys for listening. And we love you. God, so much. A lot. We we three just love y'all so much. Yeah. You. We, well, I mean. So many. Maybe them. Slipping I like up. you guys. We three love you too. There's what probably only about two of y'all yeah, out there. Only, so. <laughs> that's that's why it's even now. We had one one listener on Apple Podcasts, and, and now we have we finally got a listener on Spotify. So thank you to both of y'all. Y'all are probably both my mom, but thank you very much. I've cried a thousand times. I'm gonna cry some more. Thank you guys. Yeah, we will see y'all uh, some other time, or we'll see you on another time, or okay. something like that. Right. Yeah, bye. 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 bye.